Well, open your Bible this morning to the book of Psalms, Psalm 34. I'm really excited about this because if you put this into practice today, your life would totally be changed. Now, you know, anytime we put the Bible to practice, it should be that way. But what we're talking about today is going to be revolutionary. And one of the things we have to guard against when we hear the Bible is, I've heard that before. How many know that's an easy thing? Well, I've heard that. Well, that doesn't mean it's actually operating in our life. I can hear a lot of things that I'm not putting into practice. Well, yeah, I should do that. But not actually be putting it into work. Psalm 34, 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Father, we're so thankful today for your word. And Lord, let every ear be anointed to hear, every heart be receptive. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to say this with me. And you know, a lot of times people say, man, why do you... You're always asking people to say things because when you say it, that's when it registers on your mind. It registers on your spirit. Let's say it out slowly. I will bless the Lord. Everyone out loud. I will bless the Lord at all times. How, when? When? All times. At all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. So notice, this is something that's audible. Have you ever heard people talking about, well, you know, we just, we have a, a prayer request for Sister Jones, uh, Brother Doodad, and so-and-so. And we also, you know, we have many unspoken requests. I mean, I've been in church like that. Well, you know, if it's unspoken, it's usually unanswered as well. Yeah. Why? Because you have to vocalize it. Yeah. Same thing with our praise. Well, you know, I just, the Lord knows that I'm, um, I'm thankful in my heart. Well, he wants you to hear it. He wants to hear it. Well, you know, they know that I'm thankful. Well, you need to tell people. Yeah. You know, I appreciate you. you. You've done a good job. You know, I thank you. And then give them $20 as well. Yeah. <laughs> So this is something that's audible. This is something that's vocal. And this is actually what we would say is a lifestyle. The way that God intended that we should live. See, praising God should not just be something. If, if someone asks you, hey, do you, do you praise the Lord? I mean, there's that church over there. They praise the Lord. Yeah, I praise the Lord. When do you praise the Lord? And someone says, well, I praise the Lord for like 15 minutes on a Sunday morning. But see, as a believer, it goes way beyond, beyond that. This is just practice. This is like going to the, the shooting range. This is like the archery range. You just practice. You're, you're just getting sharpened up today. We're just getting, we're just getting your gun all uh, cleaned up today. We, you know, it's just like a boat. The boat's been out in the water. You know, one of the safest places for a boat is actually out on the sea. You know, the worst place when there's a big storm is it being in the port where it gets beat up. But, you know, many people come into church 
and they come in and they have all these barnacles on them. And, you know, they just, we, that's what we're doing today. We're just scraping all the barnacles off and we're just getting you cleaned up. We're just getting, you know, the anointing oil put back on you. Amen. <laughs> and so look what he says here. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. But the Bible says, from the rising in the morning to the same, we should praise the Lord. So when we open our eyes from, from that moment on, we should be praising the Lord. It's not just something I do once in a great while or in a special meeting. It's something that I do on purpose. It's something that I do all the time. So I want to share this morning for a few minutes on the lifestyle of praise. The lifestyle. Everyone say lifestyle. So there's actually three different questions, and I want to deal with one of them today. When we talk about um, praising the Lord, and the, one of the first questions is this, when should I praise the Lord? Now, I can tell you know your Bible for you saying that. <laughs> and, but we want to look at the scripture. I want you to look at Psalm 113. Psalm 113. Psalm 113 says this in verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Praise, O you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. I mean, that's a, you know, if you're, if you're born again now and you, you're praising the Lord, we know that we're going to praise God forever. He said from this time forth, and forevermore. Look at verse 3. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. So from the rising of the sun, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start praising the Lord. To the going down of the sun, I'm going to be praising God. You know, this is not just a good idea. This is something that we are supposed to do. From the rising of the sun to the going down. You know, here's one thing. A lot of people have viewed praise and worship as optional. Well, you know, I'm not a singer. Now, you know, we've said this many times before and it, it bears repetition. Everyone can sing. Oh, no, brother, I, I can't sing. Everyone can sing. As we've also said, not everyone should record. Not everyone should have a mic on the platform. Not everyone should, you know, be up making an, uh, their next album. But everyone can sing. Everyone can, can lift their voice to the Lord in praise and worship. And so a lot of people have viewed it as optional and actually con contingent upon how I feel that day. Do you know it has nothing to do with that? In fact, that's when you need to do it more. Oh, man, I need to put on some praise today. Just like you put on uh, your garment in the morning. You put on a, a shirt. You put on your clothes. You, you, you know, you wake up many times. You might feel like muddy road, like 40 miles of muddy road. I mean, you might feel lower than a snake's belly in a wagon rut. I mean, you're like the lowest of low. But what do you do? Oh, God, I'm, I thank you today. I'm going to put on praise. 
I put my praise on today. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be thankful today, Lord. I don't care what it looks like. And you know, if you start that way, it makes the rest of your day so much easier. <clears throat> and so God intended from the beginning that praise would be glorious and that his praise would be continuous. How is praise in heaven? Do you think we get there and we'd say, boy, man, there all the, sounds like all the instruments are out of tune. Sounds like the angels are off key. They're in D and they're in E. You know, sounds like that was a little, their voice is a little flat. Oh no, it's, it's perfect. It's glorious. Then what should it be on the earth? It should be the same. And also we see that, that praise is continuous. There are angels assigned around the throne that say nothing but holy, holy, holy. Now, a lot of people get tired, you know, why do you keep seeing that same song? But, but they, they don't get tired of that. That's God's nature, that he's holy. And I believe that as they say that, they get fresh glimpses of God. And they never get bored. You know, if you're bored, I'll just say this. If you're bored in life, it's because you're not doing something you're supposed to do. I like what I heard one guy say. He said, growing up, he said, we never said, Mom, I'm bored. He said, because we had acres of land. And, they said, and they'd say, okay, son, take these rocks and move them over here. Do this. He said, we never said bored. He said, I would, even if I was underneath a tree somewhere, I would just be quiet about it, you know, not be found. Because he knew he was going to be working. And so praise in heaven is glorious, it's perfect. And it's also, as we said, it's continuous. And so this is something that's done all the time. So if it's going on all the time in heaven, what would be better on the earth? The same thing we should have on earth. In fact, the Lord said, pray that um, your will be done. He was praying to the Father, your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. But you know, it's not just in the church, is it? What about your house? What if we come over to your house this afternoon or tomorrow morning? Now, now if, if we paint your picture, just look straight ahead and say, amen, that's right. <laughs> but at your house, say this with me. Praise happens at my house. And you know, that's where it begins, actually. I want you to turn over to 1 Chronicles chapter 23. This is so, the word of God is so good. See, it does no good if I, if I just, I, I put on a show at church and then I go home and I, I never praise God. You know, we don't put a sh on a show for anybody, you know, and even when I said that, I'm, I'm talking about any general person in the congregation. If, if, you, if you put on a show, and I'll just say this, as, as ministers and as people up here, we are not performers. Ministry is not performance. Are you a minister or are you a performer? Some people think, well, you know, I got to go out and perform. And so we don't perform. We just let the, the overflow happen out of our spirit. That's why we need to have something in there, don't you? <laughs> and so, but as a believer, when you come to church, it's not just about, well, you know, I'm, 
I put on a good front and I, and I worship God, but at home it's not like that. No, it's going to start at home. And then church is just a celebration. But look at First Chronicles 23. When you understand what, how the Lord dealt with David, David was given by the Spirit of God all the plans for the tabernacle, but we see that, that his son actually carries it out and builds it. But look at verse 1. So when David was old and full of days, he made Solomon his king, his son king over Israel. And he gathered together all the princes of Israel with the priests and the Levites. Now, we see in the Bible that Aaron's sons were the priests. And who were the Levites? The Levites were the ones that did all the work of the tabernacle. We would call them helps ministers. Anyone, anyone that was in the helps ministry. So I want you to look at this in this church that, that, that was being built. He said, now the Levites were numbered from the age of 30 years and upward, and their number by their poles, man by man, was 30 and 8,000. I mean, how would you like to have a helps ministry? How many you got over there in the helps ministry at your church? Oh, close to 40,000. Don't you think you could have a good rotation? <laughs> uh, I think it's, um, I think Bishop Oyedepo, I think his, his choir is just 5,000 people. And that's just the choir. <laughs> but notice here he says, 38,000 in the helps ministry. Verse 4. Of which 20 and 4,000 were to set forward the work of the house of the Lord. And 6,000 were officers and judges. So you have people that were in a little bit more of a, uh, a position of authority there. And then notice this. Moreover, 4,000 were porters. And so you have 4,000 ushers and greeters. <laughs> in the temple of God. You know, for people that think that the church should just be small, that any church should be small, this, that's not the will of God. It, the will of God is that the church increases. Amen. But keep reading here, verse 5. 4,000 were porters and 4,000 praised the Lord with the instruments which I made, said David, to praise therewith. So, now, who's ever seen a real orchestra? A couple people, okay. <laughs> um, I've seen a few times, and uh, the last time I did was 20 years ago. And, you know, one thing about it is, now I don't know, the, the, I can't remember the exact number of, a, of an orchestra, but it's around 100 to 120. And... Uh, but anyway, you got all these different instruments, and um, and of course, many of each instrument, except some. You know, you just have one. I have to qualify that, you know. But anyway, you have all these different instruments in there. Can you imagine? Not just one hundred twenty, not just a thousand, four thousand instrumental. In the in praising God. <laughs> And, you know, that's the way it should be in the church. We should have the greatest and the best. The church should not be 
just leftover. It shouldn't be just, you know, hodgepodge. Just, you know, hey, you know, we don't want this. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that people should throw away and not give it to anybody. Much less the church. Amen. You know, it's just like we we found that there was a uh, a couch in our dumpster back there. Well, you know, our dumpster's not... Now, I know they weren't giving it to us. They just found a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> they just found a place so they don't have to take it to the down the road, what? A mile and a half this way. Right, yeah. And uh, not even that far. <laughs> but, you know, everything that we have, we shouldn't just... We shouldn't have a junk mentality, should we? Even if we don't have the best, we can always take care of what we got. You know, if you're believing God for a new vehicle, take care of the one you've got. And so, you know, whether it's instruments, whether it's sound, I think the church should have the greatest and the the latest and the greatest. Amen. That's why we're, we're doing all these things to improve the building because... Uh, you know, we don't want someone to turn their ankle when they walk in the door because there's a hole. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. So we're talking about the praise of God being glorious. And there was 4,000 people in the, in the praising of God just on instruments. Look over, turn over to uh, verse 30 of the same chapter. And he's talking about all these different things in the temple, but in verse 30 he says this, and to stand every morning (laughs) to thank and praise the Lord and likewise in evening. I think we need to have people here every day of the week, in the morning praising the Lord, in the evening praising the Lord. Not just a, a prayer meeting once a week. And to stand every morning. So when are we to praise the Lord? At all times, when else are we to praise the Lord? He says here every morning. See, that includes the weekend. You know, the weekend is not just when you let your hair down. You know, you ever hear people say, man, I can't wait to get home where I can just be myself. I can just let my hair down. Well, who have you been being? You should be the godly you all the time. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. You never know when you're going to run into somebody that knows who you are. I, I was just talking to Dylan a few minutes ago. I was north of Beach with 30 miles. And uh, anyway, I was up there and I, I pull up to this, um, towards this driveway in this house. And I look and there's a truck there and it's Dylan. <laughs> I mean, what, how in, what's the, the possibilities of that way up there? So it just, it's always a good reminder that always, there's always someone watching you. And more importantly, God's watching you. Amen. You're not acting the fool somewhere. <laughs> and so what if we, we pop by your house on a Wednesday morning? You know, maybe we'd hear the, the, the cats meowing, maybe the dogs barking and the TV is, is up pretty loud. But would we hear you praising the Lord? Now, that doesn't mean that every breath, I mean, we still have to eat, we have to sleep, we have to talk on the phone, we have to, you know, do work. But that just means it's a lifestyle that, yeah. that it shouldn't go a long, long time. And then you think, man, I haven't praised God for a couple of days. 
you know, someone was around Smith and Wigglesworth. And all of a sudden, you know, he was a very abrupt person, they said. And he was um, with this guy. He just said, he'd stop. He said, oh, sorry, Lord. He said, Lord, we've been going, you know, for X amount of time, and we haven't even said um, thank you. And they just stopped and prayed. And he said, okay, carry on. <laughs> and just, why? Because he was just having a consciousness of God's presence in his life. Hallelujah. So, if it's not that way in your life, you can change it. In fact, you can, one thing that, that I've always decided is it's easy to change. A lot of people think, well, it's just hard to, you know, a lot of people, like someone said, some people are like a cranky grandfather. They have an internal resistance to change. But, you know, you should be easy. Not, not the grandfathers in here, we know that, but because you're joyful. But a lot of people, they, they think it's hard to change, and I can't change easily. No, don't let, don't let your words go against you. It's easy for me to change. In fact, you just need to call those things that be not as though they were. Hallelujah. But at my house, every morning, it's praise to the Lord. Every morning. And you know, that's the right way that we need to start our day. So when are we supposed to praise the Lord? Every morning. So think about this here. You have 38,000 people in the, in the church. All these people that are in their places. God's being glorified. You know, what if that happened today? Everybody's in their place. People are being saved, healed, taken care of, delivered, restored. But many times in the church, what happens? I'm talking about the church universal. I don't believe it's like that in this church because more and more people are putting their hand to the plow. But a lot of, in a lot of churches, you have the minority doing all the work, don't you? Now, what if you had 38,000 people in your church and 50 people were doing the work? That would be a little bit of, you know, everyone needs to be involved because also everyone needs to have a reward. Amen. And so everyone should be doing the work of the Lord. So turn over to Psalm 113, where we just were. Actually, you could just turn over to Psalm 119. But we see from Psalm 113, from the rising to the going down. That means from whenever you wake up to whenever you go to bed, what's going to be on your mouth? Praise the Lord. I want you to look at Psalm 119. And you know, if, if your conversation ever just lulls a little bit, there's something you can always say. Well, praise God. Well, praise the Lord. The Lord's good. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Psalm 119, verse 62. At midnight... Everyone got the verse? At midnight, I'm going to stomp my toe, drag my feet, and grumble. At midnight, I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. 
Amen. So every morning, it's going to be praise the Lord. At midnight, it's going to be praise the Lord. <clears throat> Turn over to Psalm 42. All these are in Psalms, so most of these. So This was actually their praise and, and worship song book. The book of Psalms was actually five books. But this was actually their 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 song book. This would have been their hymnal. This would have been the book they, they sang out of. <clears throat> Psalm 42. And I heard I heard a minister say this many years ago, and it was it was humorous, but it's true. If you'll, you know, don't just get up in the night for a snack. Don't just get a Scooby snack or some big sandwich, you know, <laughs> big Dagwood sandwich. You get this big Dagwood sandwich, you know, it's like this big and you have to like scrunch it down. You get a song as well. Go and get your sandwich if you want, but get a song. Because I guarantee if you'll get a song in the night, you'll be more pleasant to deal with in the morning. Amen. <laughs> Psalm 42, in verse 7. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night his song shall be with me. And my prayer to the God of my life. So God, he says here, his song shall be with me. Never lose a song. You know, that's, that's what... Fellowship with, when you have fellowship, you have communion with God. You have a song. There's always something, Lord, I bless your name. Lord, I magnify you. You know, it doesn't even have to be on pitch. It doesn't even have to be anything that, that you've ever heard. You just lift your voice to God. <clears throat> you, know, you know, not embarrassed. You know, if you're in your own house, you know, the, you know be confident. You're in your house, amen? People are going to be in the houses. Lord, I praise your name from the going down of the sun to the a.m. You know, just what you make up a song, you just praise the Lord. Don't be embarrassed. Now, you don't just do it for someone's benefit, but if it's something that's genuinely on the inside of you, you don't make apologies for it. You know, have you ever just been in the midst of people that you knew they didn't believe in God or believe like you and you just started well praise God and you realize oh they don't believe like I do you know but that shouldn't bother you because people will act the fool in front of you you shouldn't be embarrassed to praise God in front of them hallelujah you don't have to turn to these but, but Job 35 10 says this where is God my maker who giveth songs in the night he gives songs in the night. Psalm 149.5 says this, Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. <clears throat> you know, as we develop spiritually, who's ever just woke up to the fact that you, your spirit was communing to, with God? Yeah. You know, have you ever just woke up and you have a song that's just going off in your mind? As soon as you wake up, you know what's happening is your spirit is actually communing with God. 
And the reason why is because you are a spirit. You just actually live in that physical body. And your spirit never sleeps. You know, God is a spirit. He never sleeps. But we, we our spirit never sleeps. Doesn't need to. But your spirit can, can be weary. I mean, your spirit can, that's why it needs to be renewed. Just like your body. But you can wake up with the fact and realize, I mean, I've woke up many times and realized, you know, my spirit's been communing with God. And what happens is you have a song on the inside. Especially if I'm, you know, if I'm rehearsing some of the songs we're doing and, you know, I've, I think even this week or in the last week, I just woke up and I'm just, the first thing I'm thinking is, joy in the struggle. Do, 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 do. And I just, I might have one phrase in my, in my heart and I just go over that in my mind. And so, you know, it's just like this. The reason why people, it may seem foreign to some people and it, it's okay, is because we haven't worked those muscles Who's ever worked their calves? You know, you go in, you know, for instance, if you're on something like this and you, you, you drop your leg underneath, and especially if you have a lot of weight on you, if you do 20 sets or something like that, you may not feel anything this afternoon, but tomorrow oh, yeah. and the next day especially, you're going to be very aware of your calves. You're going to realize the top part where it's connected on the bottom and all the fibers in the middle. <laughs> Why? Because you actually overworked it probably. Why? Because you begin exercising that and you become aware of it. As you exercise your spirit, the man on the inside, you become aware of the man on the inside. And so that's why we're supposed to develop our spirits. So God will give us songs in the night. At midnight, you can sing and praise the Lord. So I want you to go back to Psalm 35, the one just a couple of pages back where we were for the offering. Let them shout for joy, verse 27, and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall speak of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. All the day long. So when are we to praise the Lord? Every morning. The Bible says to praise Him when the sun goes down. The Bible says at midnight. And the Bible says all day long. So pretty much what? All the time. Everyone say all the time. But see, here's what happens. The enemy says, you can't do that. You can't do that. You, you can't possibly praise the Lord all the time. Well, why not? <clears throat> if God said you can do it, you can do it. God would never ask you to do something you could not do. I'm reminded of a story in uh, the Kenneth Hagin uh, Ministries Healing School. Uh, one of the ministers there was ministering when there was this lady came in and she'd been in and out of several different mental institutions and uh, just had a lot of different problems. And so as she came in there, 
the minister would say, Lord, how do I help her? You know, what can I do? And so anyway, in the process of time, the Lord gave him the scripture, Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night. And so as he started to say that, she just spoke up and said, Lord, or didn't say Lord, he, she was talking to him and said, you can't do that. You can't just think on that. And so he said, looking on the inside, Lord, how do I help this lady? So the Lord gave him this and said, you're already thinking on something already all the time. It's obvious that she's been thinking on the wrong thing. Why would she be in this mental institution? You know, you're not just walking around the corner today and oops, I've got a devil. You know, things happen because people do wrong things with their mind and wrong things with their body. And so watch your mind and watch what you do with your body. That's why the Bible says, present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is our spiritual worship. And so he, he said, he said, dear, you need to understand you're already thinking things all the time. That's why you need to be thinking the right thing. This book of the law. So it's not a matter of I can't think on the word all the time. I can't praise God all the time. You're already thinking on something all the time. You're, you're, you can tell. People are thinking on worry. They're thinking on fear. They're thinking on I'm not going to make it. They're thinking on how this one did me bad. How this one did me wrong song. You know, and it just, that song is on loop. It's on repeat all day long. They did me wrong. They did me bad. Well, just begin to change that song. Amen. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. You put that song on loop on the inside of you. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so what the Lord is saying, like in that situation, is this. Don't think about all the other stuff. Think on what I told you to think on. So, you know, one of the easiest ways to actually do that is to get into the flow of praise. What does my praise life consist of? It consists of you being thankful for what the word says. Lord, I thank you today that this is the day you've made. I will rejoice and be glad. Lord, I thank you today that I'm healed. I thank you, Lord, that, that I'm alive. You know, maybe you have things going on, going on in your body that you say, well, I can't be thankful. Are you breathing? Praise the Lord. You begin to lift up your voice. Hallelujah. And so you just begin to do that in the morning. That's why it's so important in the morning time. Don't turn the TV on in the morning. Throw it out. Amen. The most important things on my mind is when I wake up and when I go to bed. And so, put the word on your mind. Even, I don't care if it's a phrase. I don't know. This is just me, and it's not because I'm just so persnickety, but I, I think on certain phrases that minister to me at a particular time in my life. And so, I'm thinking about certain things. I know just a, a few weeks ago, I came out of the, this fire conference that our pastor had. So, most every morning, I'm, I'm thinking about the fire of God. 
I'm thinking about the, the presence of God. I'm thinking, so whatever it is, whatever you need to go through your mind, yeah. the Lord is good. You just wake up with that. Yeah. Find something. And, and so I, I do much better in the morning if I'm already, I know myself. I know, you know, you need to know yourself and you need to know if you don't walk in the spirit, it's not good. So you need to do things that feed the spirit and starve the flesh. And so praise is one of those things. Praying, praying in the Holy Ghost is one of those things. Speaking the word over yourself is one of those things. And so I'm forever, it's like a, a, a burner, like on a computer. You overwrite it. I'm overwriting my mind all the time. Yeah. Why? Because the devil, there's some things that got overwritten, but he, he, he's bringing it from the trash bin. He's bringing it back to you. He wants to put it in your inbox. And he wants you to realize, oh, look at this again. L let me show you what I'm going to do to your life. And you say, no, you don't have what it takes, devil. Greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I shall not die but live and proclaim the works of the Lord. I'm going to run through a troop, leap over a wall. Amen. I might even just run through a wall and leap over the troop. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you know, don't, don't just wake up and don't just be in this, I don't understand. I don't know why. Well, you know, there's a lot of things we don't know why. Just get over and say, Lord, I thank you that your word says. How many remember the old commercial? Um, this had to been what the early 80s, mid-80s. The, the older lady pulls up to the drive-thru, that Wendy's commercial. What'd she say? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Well, there should be something you're always asking yourself in life. How many remember that commercial? Okay. My wife didn't watch TV back then. <laughs> Actually, she'd have probably been five or six years old. So. But I think I saw it maybe later in life. But anyway, but I, I do remember that commercial. Where's the beef? Maybe Google it and you can probably find it, you know. So you can have the peace of mind that Pastor Will knows what he's talking about. But that's something we should always ask ourselves. You should pull up to the thoughts of your mind on a daily basis Where's the scripture? Where's the scripture? You know, a lot of people want to swallow things hook, line, and sinker, but never ask, where's the verse? You know why? Because a lot of people love their traditions more than they love the word. <laughs> Jesus said, you know, there are good traditions, like reading your Bible, like praying, fasting and prayer. Coming to church. Those are good traditions. But Jesus told these people, you made the word of God a none effect because your traditions. In fact, he even, the, the Pharisees even asked Jesus and say, basically, if you paraphrase it, they said this. Why aren't you like us? Why aren't you not doing things like we are? Why? Because they wash their hands like six million times a day for everything. He says, why do you transgress the, the word of God by your traditions? But that's what people do. We've always done it that way. We, we've done it like this forever. Well, that doesn't mean it's right. Well, grandma believed that. Well, how good did it work for grandma? Amen. Hallelujah.
So Psalm 34, we'll conclude with Psalm 34. This is a, such a powerful verse. If you ever just want to encourage yourself, just read through the Psalms. Psalm 34 says this, I will bless the Lord at all times. Now, when we read verses like this, like I said, some people say, well, you know, I've heard that before. But you know, it's not about taking notes. It's not about how many, how many times you've heard something. You know, it really means nothing unless when the rooster crows or the alarm goes off that you begin to praise the Lord. Isn't that the real acid test? When you hear, I'm not even trying to personate that. Well, when you hear that rooster, what's going to happen? When I hear that, that's my signal. I'm going to start praising the Lord. It's time for me to praise God. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. So praise is not just in my heart. It's going to be in my mouth. And I'd like to say this. If, if praise never comes out of your mouth, then we have reason to doubt if it's even in there. If people aren't thankful, we wonder if it's actually in there. If joy doesn't show up on our face, we wonder if it's actually in there. Because when there's enough in there, it's just going to bubble up. And he says, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Verse 8 says, oh, taste to see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Hallelujah. So today is a new day. Today is a new day that, that you say, well, you know, I haven't lived like that. Today is a day of change, and you can make a, 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 yeah. an about face. And say, Lord, I'm going to wake up, and I'm not going to say grumble, grumble. Lord, I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to magnify you in the morning. I'm going to magnify you when the sun goes down. Yeah. Now, what happens? You know, we have beautiful sunrises and sunsets. So what happens when you see that, that orange appearing in the sky? Oh, praise the Lord. What happens when it's going down? Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah, and you know, that should just be something that we're just on a constant basis. And we haven't even really got into Thanksgiving yet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the day. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, I had a good meal today. Thank you, I'm going to have another meal today. I thank you that I had a, a, a good bed to sleep in. Thank you that I have a pillow. Thank you, Lord, for... I mean, just, you, you need to get, like, where you're, like, you seem... It seems ludicrous to some people. Like, you're, so, you're thankful for, like, your tennis shoe strings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I broke one the other day, so I'm kind of thankful for mine. <laughs> you know what I did? I went and got a different pair of shoes on. It was some, some light work shoes that thankfully I didn't throw the old pair away a year and a half ago because you need those for cutting grass or whatever. So I just grabbed those. So I'm thankful I had it. Lord, they, may have a, they might be a little bit worn on the bottom, but thank you for these shoes. Thank you, Lord, for my car. Thank you, Lord, for, for air conditioning. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you for everything. Amen.
And that's how we start our day. And then at midnight, we're going to rise up and we're going to give thanks. You know, the, the scripture also said in, in Psalms, we didn't read it today, seven times a day will I praise you. So that meant that David stopped all the other hallelujahs and, and, and praise you Jesus in between. He just stopped seven times a day. And I just, I was listening to um, Nicholas Duncan Williams just yesterday. And he was saying this. He said, you can take 10 minutes in the morning and pray. And at noon, he said, and in, in the evening. He said, and then you'll, you'll build that up. But what is that? That's just a spiritual discipline that you discipline yourself, not out of, I've got to, but I love to, I want to, but I'm going I'm to purposely do this. Lord, I just pray, and I don't care if it's two minutes. Just stop. Just like close your eyes and say, Lord, I praise you. I thank you for this day. It's going to be such an awesome day, and I'm going to bless you. And then just go and enjoy your salvation. Yeah. Amen? Amen? And be full. Yeah. Be full, and then start leaking out on other people the goodness of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Father, thank you today for your word. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. And Lord, I just thank you for your word that changes us. Father, we just thank you for your anointing. Thank you, Father, for the lifestyle of praise. Thank you for the lifestyle of praise, that praise is a habitual thing that we do on purpose every day. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name.